0: gentlemen banana
1: banana did you forget what episode number we're on i forgot to ask what episode number is this this is muckrakers episode 97 (laughs) episode number banana episode number banana we ran out of numbers because there's just so many episodes at this point that we have to go into fruit stay tuned for next week's episode orange (laughs) Um, I, i like i like
0: yelling the word banana it makes me less angry
1: it's uh, That actually comes from a, uh, a Warcraft thing where some guy's trying to create a, a brew elemental, like a, a beer elemental, right? Uh, uh-huh. And he's just like throwing ingredients into a pot. And he's like, chili peppers. Oh, yes. No, yes. No, yes. Banana. And then he throws a banana in. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And it does successfully make a, a boss that tries to kill everyone. So, I mean, he was successful. Except I well, don't that's... think he was trying to kill everyone. Well, that's kind of what the Chicago school system is doing right now. Just throwing bananas into a pot to see what happens?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and this is, I swear to God, this is one of those, like, baby boomers are creaming their pants over this. Because it sounds hmm. like such a baby boomer thing to think is a good idea. And we forgot horrible. to introduce ourselves. Oh, yeah, I'm Pete. And I'm Pat. I was waiting for you to be like, and I'm banana. And I'm banana. Um, yeah, so if this is your first episode, welcome. Welcome. Uh, we scream about news stories and politics and, uh, our good friend Wesley. I think that's a pretty good summation of what's going on. So, in Windy, Chicago, right? Yes. Uh, a controversial new requirement starting in 2020. Students hoping to graduate from high school in Chicago must provide evidence they... Uh, either have an acceptance letter from college, a gap year program, a trade apprenticeship, military enlistment, or a job offer. So even if they've satisfied all the requirements, you've done all your classes and everything to get your diploma, they won't give you a diploma
1: unless you have some kind of like, I'm going to do this next. That's bullshit. For one Absolutely. Thing, what fucking business is it of the government or any government system to know what I'm going to do with my life? They can right. fuck right off with that.
0: Right. Oh my god. You know what I said when I saw this? No, what? I was alone and someone screenshotted and sent it to me on my phone and I just went, "God, this is America, Jack. You can't make me do shit." Like, yeah, I can it is America. I can be fucking homeless if I want to. Yeah. Like, that is my fucking right as a goddamn American. Like, Fuck you, I, Chicago.
1: Like, I earned that fucking diploma, so, you know, give it to me, and then I'll go straight to the streets where I will suck many dicks for cocaine, because that's my God-given right.
0: Right? And you know what I mean? Legalize sex work. It's not a crime. Yeah. I mean... How come, it's, how come yeah. it's legal for you to go out and suck dick if they don't give you cocaine? You know what I mean? That's legal. But as soon as they want to hand you cocaine, oh no, now it's a
1: crime. Well, I mean, it becomes legal again if you film it, because then you're just making a porn. But you're still being paid for sex, but I guess just the two people can't pay each other? Like, they have to be paid I'm... for it by a third party? How does that work? <laughs> Why can't all prostitutes just, like, have a camera? That way they can say, we're making porn, and then everything they do is legal.
0: They're I just mean, they're, sure they're
1: they're taking amateur actors off the street is how they can phrase it. Well remember
0: it. that remember that prostitution is only illegal if you're poor. You That's think true. that, like, you think that all these, like, rich-ass politicians aren't going out and paying for some strange and then, like... I mean, we no, know there's... that
1: Trump did it. Like, the yeah, whole thing with Stormy no... Daniels is very well known, and he paid her a lot of money to there's no legal to rever...
0: There's no legal, legal repercussions for them, but yeah. Yeah, no things... one's
1: even discussed it for a second because they knew that um, there's, there's no possible way you could make someone in power pay for their crimes.
0: You know what's great about this, though? Instead of doing some kind of educational reformer, they go, we're going to add a class to everybody their senior year, which is like an internship class where we give them job connections and this Mm -hmm. and the other. Nope, Mm -mm. you're just going to require them to, they say, we're requiring them to have a plan. My plan would be to give you both middle fingers and fucking punch the principal and the mayor in their respective dicks
1: yeah my plan for being a senior was uh, that we got senior day somewhat near the uh, end of the semester where we all get to go out and just do like a barbecue and that was one of the fondest days of my life because i didn't have to go to school that day well i did Fucking... but then i immediately left it and we just like cooked and it was fun and wesley baby was boomer, there
0: baby boomer dystopian bullshit
1: the senior party
0: <laughs> no, because <laughs> no, if it was a baby boomer senior party They'd have us all working in the salt mines You know, for
1: experience Not for money, mind you Oh, right, right, right For the, the exposure to um the acidic chemicals
0: Yeah Fuck this shit What a dumb fucking, like So you're like a poor kid With, like, no help And you managed to make it through high school And now you don't get your fucking diploma Because, oh my god Like, banana,
1: banana, banana, <sighs> banana how many other places are doing this? Is this the first? Yes, Has this ever nobody, been done before?
0: Nobody, because you cannot force me to get a job or join the military or anything. Like, that's in the fucking Constitution. That's involuntary servitude.
1: Yep. I mean, I don't know. Now nah, I just want to make a joke about involuntary manslaughter, but eh, too much effort. <laughs> I,
0: Your Honor, I did not
1: want to kill him. It was required as part of my high school diploma. <laughs> That would work. As part of my high school diploma, I had to turn the uh, principal and vice principal and that one person at the front desk that always gives me the stink eye into a human centipede. You have to understand. This is the only way to meet the requirement.
0: How much more do we want to punish poor children? Because that's all it's going to hurt. If you've got, like, you know,
1: rich or well to do connected parents, you don't have a problem. This is easy yeah. for you. But, like, yeah, you can just with... be like, you know, why can't you find a job? My father gave me a position at his car dealership. Why can't you just ask your father to enlist you in his, oh, what does he do again? Sit on the couch. Enlist you in his couch. Yeah. I, don't know, I was just trying to fucking... do a douchebag voice.
0: But yeah, Jesus that's. Jesus Christ.
1: Well, I mean, that's like they're cutting, uh, what
0: do you call it, uh, food assistance uh, stuff for people now? They're cutting food and welfare and yeah. like, making like, stricter S- uh, snap. work requirements. Yeah. They're,
1: they're cutting SNAP so that 800,000 children can go hungry next year. Cause, yeah, Why? Because hurts. they're assholes. It really is just like a poor tax that's going on. Uh, you know, what they're doing is they're going to require parents to... Um, Provide uh, like proof of employment if they want their kids to get SNAP. But SNAP is for people whose parents are underemployed. Like if their boss gives them fewer than twenty hours a week, or if you uh, like lose if- your
0: job. You know what I mean?
1: If they give you 19 and a half hours a week, that means your kids have to go hungry now. So it's like, what the fuck is that shit? They're the ones that actually need this. Well, who is SNAP for? Like people whose parents are like, you know, the working poor working 80 hours but still can't afford to feed anyone? Which, you know, that is still a thing. People can still work all the goddamn time, every waking second of their life, and still can't afford to feed their children, especially if they have more than one. And you can say, "Well, they shouldn't have spat out children if they." Well, some people can't fucking control that. Maybe they were much better off. But then, you know, their significant also, other also, died. Now they don't
0: have money. It's not the child's fault.
1: That too, you're starving someone who uh, has nothing to do with
0: this. None of us chose to be here, you know. Uh, much like our podcast listeners, no one, no one
1: chose this life. It was forced upon them. Uh, From um, now on, people that want to listen to this podcast must show Wesley their proof of um, employment. If how else are they going to buy the gold bars to send to Wesley to pay for mother our fuckers. episodes?
0: Mother... There's like This whole podcast is just going to be just be mother, mother, motherfuckers. Like, Motherfucking oh banana! <laughs> turning the freaking bananas gay! <laughs> oh, it just makes me so angry. Um, here's another one that makes me angry. Um, so, this is going to be wonderful. This actually comes from uh, uh, your neck of the woods, Pat. Um, uh, yeah. In South Georgia. A truck driver who dumped... Thousands of gallons of fuel, like in South Georgia, has been sentenced to serve a year and a half in federal prison.
1: Why did he dump uh, this it? This guy, huh? Why did he dump it? Oh, I'm about to tell you. Like, so he dumped,
0: he, this is, it's, and it's the dumbest thing. He dumped 3,000 gallons of diesel fuel into land that drains into a creek, a oh. uh, school had to be evacuated, and like the EPA had to like clean it up, right? Georgia man!
1: Sounds like uh, uh, another exciting day in the life of Georgia man.
0: Uh, and that creek flows into a river, uh, which is just terrible. Now, the reason he did this, right? Uh, oh my god, like, I, I would have respected literally anything else. Like, I wanted to get back at school aged children. You know what I mean? Uh, I hate the environment. <laughs>
1: um, Man, fuck free grass and water.
0: Urgh. You know what I mean? I hate that Mineral river. Mineral deposits?
1: My... <laughs> Ooh, hell no. Not <laughs> that river on my killed watch.
0: My, <laughs> that river killed my dad. You know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah. You know why he dumped the fuel?
1: Uh, I can't imagine.
0: He realized he loaded the wrong product into his tanker truck.
1: Oh, uh, so he was just like, "Well, gotta get rid of it," and like that was it.
0: Also, that seems like that's like, why wouldn't you just like be like, "We got to pump this back. This is the wrong shit." Like, why would you be like, "Well, I guess I'll just dump this three thousand gallons of fuel into the ground." Uh,
1: well. So, what else happening to him again? It was justice, right? You said justice. I think it's
0: a, He gets a year in prison. I think he should have a year of having to drink water from the creek he dumped diesel fuel in.
1: Yeah. He should have to eat fish from that pond and um, dirt from that pond when all the fish are dead. He
0: should have to stand in front of that school every day with a sign saying what he did and just ringing a bell going, I'm sorry! I'm so sorry! (laughs) Shame! Ding, 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 ding! Yeah, shame! 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 Ding,
1: ding, ding, ding!
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. What a. What a. So you know, we, we try to bring you the environmental news every day, and that's that's what's happening. That's why the planet well, is dying because some dude just just. And this is you know this is happening all over the world. Just they're not all getting caught.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is just the Georgia man that did get caught. which Speaking of, I'd like for this to be a recurring segment, Georgia man. Georgia man. Like mm-hmm. we have Flor we have Florida man already. So why can't there be a Georgia man? Georgia's okay, full we'll of just start, as many yeah. assholes.
0: Georgia man dumps a 1,000 gallons of fuel because he fucking was like, oops, (laughs) wrong wrong hose. (laughs) I know it doesn't
1: quite have the punch of a uh, a Florida man story. You know, man loses foot trying to get other foot back from alligator that stole it from him after robbing convenience store with squirrel, right? Like a (laughs) a really good, solid Florida man story. But, you know, we're getting there. We're looking for him. We're working on it. So I got an update on a story for you. I don't remember what episode we did this on,
0: but this woman, uh, Jasmine Headley... Uh, was at a uh, the Human Resources office uh, in New York about her benefits. Um, yeah. She had her one-year-old son with her, and mm-hmm. uh, she was there in line for like four hours trying to figure out her benefits, right? Right. So, uh, you know, holding a one-year-old, so she sat down, you know, like while waiting in line, she just kind of sat down and waited. And some security guy came over and started giving her the business about she can't sit down here, and she's like, What? And then, like, the cops showed up and ripped her one-year-old child from her arms while she's screaming, stop, you're hurting my child. And then they're, like, choking her and arresting her. Senator Rikers Island Prison for, Jesus like, three Christ. days took away, took away her fucking benefits and then charged her with, like, disorderly conduct and resisting arrest and all this shit, right? All because she was sitting Holy on the shit. floor near the baby stroller because she was waiting three hours to see a caseworker. Well,
1: Did the uh, caseworker
0: apologize? Well the good news is she got a settlement of six hundred and twenty five thousand dollars uh her good. Record cleaned and her benefits back. The only thing that I don't like is that it had to come from taxpayer money. I think it should have had to come from the cops. I think you should, you should have I, fucking just cashed their pensions out.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Like let the uh the punishment fit the crime. Don't charge the people. The police are the one that did this. Yeah, and I'm sure those cops still have jobs, but like my god man like
0: what is wrong with you if you're ripping the child out of someone's arms for sitting down Is
1: this a police cop robot story or <laughs> I think it could be He's like sitting is illegal <laughs> stop resisting give sitting. child sitting. <laughs> sitting
0: give child planting drugs on child framing child
1: <laughs> exterminate
0: <laughs> putting gun in child's hand pulling trigger child now suspect putting child in Rikers Island prison <laughs> Because I think that, like, police cop robots thing should be, like, escalating, escalating situation that does not need to be escalated. Child is leaking. Put
1: in solitary confinement.
0: That's <laughs> not Accidentally compete. execute child. Put on death row <laughs> for 20 years. <laughs> Losing yeah. child's paperwork. Problem solved. Police cop robot. Back on beat. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a fucking police cop robot, sir. Because that's exactly what a police cop robot would do. Like, you got a person sitting down... And then, like, they would just immediately turn it into, like, a bloodbath.
1: Yeah, yeah. Lady sitting down. Should not be sitting down. Should be standing while waiting.
0: Engaging rotary blades. Maximum destruction. <laughs> no survivors. Fucking... <laughs> Must kill everyone in office. Can be no witnesses. <laughs> no
1: witnesses? Exterminate entire block. <laughs> Bypassers are robot. not safe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was that lady looking at me? She knows too much. It <laughs> just, <like>, just
1: escalates. <laughs> Fucking, uh, Poli- police cop nuclear. robot comes home to his um, caring wife and children at the end of a long, hard day, and his wife's like, Oh, honey, how, how was your day? You ask too many questions? <laughs> Exterminate! It's just eventually going to end with
0: police cop robot like uh, uh, downloading nuclear codes, setting off bomb, blame terrorism. <laughs> Like, he just nukes an entire fucking city block, like, just to be like, must have been the Muslims.
1: <laughs> yep. Framing Muslims.
0: Yep. Oh, man. So that, it's, it's a good news story, but it's also horrible that she had to go through that. And also, I think she should get more than
1: $625,000. Yeah, I think she should get 675000 I don't. Yeah, I, like, that is less I, than a million, which was something that I noticed as soon as you said it. Like, t- could we not do two million? Three million? How about 15? Yeah. I don't know. Like,
0: but, uh, so, I mean, something her,
1: so that she doesn't have to go through that bullshit again.
0: For her, hopefully, maybe that'll help her with her life and put her kid through college and set her up and stuff. But it's just ridiculous that, like, that even happened. And then, like, you know, they were like, we got one, we're going to take the Rikers. And then everybody above them was like, sounds good. And then put her, and they're like, what are you here for? And she's like, sitting with my baby, and they're like, oh, we better put her in solitaire. She's a fucking animal.
1: Yeah, like, I was wondering, like, how did the police not listen? Do they not, like, ask her what's going on? Do they not Again, assess the situation? Does no one above them double-check to make sure that what happened was not no, insane? Where did the police that... come from? Like, who called them there? Do they just hang out and look for people to harass? If I was a cop and I got called and someone's like, yeah, we got to sit down in
0: progress, I'd be like, if I have to show up for that, I'm going to shoot the person that called me.
1: <laughs> did, did no one, like whoever called the police on her, did they not think to go up there and ask her why she was sitting? Did they not notice or, she had a child? Like, I they gotta, noticed I gotta, this gotta, in. Um, you, know, you know,
0: I'm a radical leftist, right? I got this crazy idea. You ready for this? The boomers are going to hate it. What's that? Just go get her a chair out of the back.
1: There's that too. Um, Just go get
0: her a fucking rolly chair.
1: There's a, there's a rule that they use, I'm pretty sure, in Walking Dead. I could be thinking of a different zombie story. Anyway, the rule is if people are traveling with children, they're probably not that bad because they're willing to put themselves at great risk in order to keep another human being alive, right? right. Those children are liabilities in the zombie apocalypse. You want to yeah. ditch that shit and run. If you know you have no moral compass whatsoever and your only concern is survival, you're ditching the children. So if people basically, are traveling with children, they're probably not that bad a person. Ergo, if this lady sitting on the floor with a baby, she's probably not that bad a person. Get her a chair. Basically you're, Don't you're call saying the cops on better... her and get them to, um...
0: You're saying they have better yeah. moral reasoning in the zombie apocalypse than we do in fucking New York City. Yeah, that's about accurate. Yeah. Yeah, that that is that is the long and short of it. Um, so, uh, this is actually a really cool thing that happened, uh, I love this. So the new Kentucky governor, right, that was a huge upset, the, uh, Democratic, you have a Democratic governor in Kentucky, the first thing he did was restored voting rights to 100,000 formerly incarcerated people. I thought it was more than that. Uh, well, that's the numbers I'm looking at right now, but basically, three days into office, Bashir, basic because these dumb places were like like in Florida and other places like if you're arrested uh, when you get out of jail uh, you don't get your voting rights right. back to yeah. you pay like a shit ton of money
1: yeah I first heard about that on the Simpsons when um, they're talking about who voted for who and Homer's like and I'm a non-voting felon so, basically anyway.
0: uh, if you complete your probation or parole uh, you get you automatically get your voting rights restored and that doesn't include fines and stuff so it's not like other places where they go when you pay your fines you can have your voting rights. just basically as long as you have paid your debt to society finished parole out of jail um and there's a couple crimes that are excluded which i actually agree with uh treason election bribery violent crime rape sexual abuse homicide fetal homicide and like first and second degree assault all right that i don't know if i agree with the assault but i guess that makes sense but all the other crimes you know what i mean like yeah, yeah fucking uh now the weird thing is the outgoing republican governor matt bevin uh just pardoned a whole bunch of crazy violent people on his way out the door why?
1: What no one knows!
0: Uh, some of them had put money into his fucking thing, but like we, he gave 428 pardons on his way out the door. Uh, one of them is a guy convicted of reckless homicide. One of the guys is a convicted child rapist, uh, a man who murdered his parents, and a woman who threw her newborn in the trash after giving birth in a flea market outhouse.
1: Holy shit! So did right? he do this just to try and make the state as bad as possible, just to That's fuck over the g- next
0: guy? That's all I can think of. He's like, fuck you on his way out. He goes, everyone gets a pardon.
1: Holy shit. Right? I mean, what do you think Like, all those baby killers thought when they were suddenly told, yep, yeah, nope, you can go free now. We uh, we need to make room for this one woman who is sitting.
0: Uh, they're probably like, man, you know what?
1: I'm going to fuck so many kids. <laughs> yep. I mean, why yeah. wouldn't they? Because uh, their crime last time wasn't punished. So. Yeah, that's, so just, that's like just like Roy ins- Moore.
0: So that's insane. So the, and like right now, like prosecutors and like judges and everybody are like, uh, we're gonna review these pardons because that's cuckoo bananas. Uh, oh, can they do yeah. that? Can they st- can they block
1: these people from being released? I thought pardons I, were just like you know I, free to go. I,
0: I think there might be a legal process by which they can be like they can take it to court and then the, maybe the court can decide. You know what I mean?
1: Oh ah, so he's just fucking. like fucking over the um, late night lawyers that want to do the right thing. He's fucking, fucking over, over good people here, because bad people would be like, nope, fuck it, let him go.
0: Yeah, that's that's insane. So, uh, yeah, enjoy your Republican governors. Um, the uh, party now of child rapists. I'm just going to start calling them that.
1: I mean, they've been being that since they all endorsed Roy Moore. So, you yeah, know, yeah. here you go.
0: So, uh, yeah, that happened. So I like to make my good news, I like to sour it with some real bad news, you know. Yep. Yeah. All right, so what's the real bad news? Uh, So, dear Wesley, um, (laughs) (laughs) am I an asshole for telling my father we'll catch the next one when he invited me to his wedding? Wait, hold on. I told my father we'll catch the next one? Yeah, when he invited me to his wedding. Okay. So, dear Wesley, am I an asshole?
1: All right, let's hear the rest of the story.
0: uh, So, he's been married four times now. Uh, and this mm-hmm. wedding will be his fifth in the span of thirty years. I don't know how have, he's had such. A, go ahead.
1: Are all of his other wives like? Um, th- did he become widowed under mysterious circumstances and inherit a great fortune?
0: No, Does it just the, gets weirder. He's not a. He's not a. He's not a. Uh, uh, he's not a black killer? widow. Um, okay. I don't know how he gets a high turnover rate, but I'm guessing it's to do with him being both rich and a raging a raging narcissist. Oh, he's um, a Trump. <laughs> so he invited me to get coffee and introduced me to his new fiance. I knew he was going to do this because of my two brothers. There are like seven of us total, and none of us have the same mother. Uh, said they had just gotten coffee with dad and met the fiance and had been invited to the wedding. Uh, they all got plus ones for their girlfriends. Uh, you know, of eight and ten months. So basically, they're getting invited to the wedding. You know, everyone gets a plus one, like you know, bring a date or whatever, right? Right. Uh, My dad told me to bring my partner when I came for coffee and I brought my trans boyfriend along. We've been together for three years. The fiance seemed nice, wanting to know about me and my boyfriend and asking questions that sound like she actually gave shit. Dad gets all the details of the engagement. Go ahead. I just said okay. Uh, Dad gets all the details of the engagement and the wedding out of the way and then asks me and only me if I'll be there.
1: I'm out. Okay. He probably just likes her more than he likes her boyfriend. Well, that's not uncommon. Uh, uh,
0: I noticed he was talking to me, not my boyfriend. So I said, "We will check if we're free." And Dad replies, "Oh, this was family only." And I said, "Oh, I just he assumed." He is as family. Ours. I see how the other siblings got plus ones, and the dad says, well, "That's different. Are you coming or not?"
1: And I no. said, we'll
0: c- I said, "We'll catch the next one."
1: Gotcha. Now that I have the full context, no, she's not an asshole for saying that. That is that is really funny. I. I think that's the perfect line she could have said right there.
0: That's well, very
1: quick-witted. Is that really what she said, or is that what she thought of, like, way later no. on? Well, she said something said, well, more awkward at the time.
0: Well, Dad's fiancé got visibly upset, and they left. Dad texts me afterward and asks if I can be civil on the one day, and then I can still... And can I still come alone? Um, oh, no. Can he be you? civil? Dude, also, look, listen, listen, listen. Your first wedding is an important, I think, sacred event to a lot of people, right? Right. You're fucking, your what, what? what is it, your fifth wedding? Well, ah, yeah, fuck, who gives a fuck? I don't even want to be there, you know what I mean? Especially if you're going to make me come without my girlfriend or boyfriend. Yeah, we'll catch you next one, asshole. Like, yeah, fuck right? you.
1: Like, okay, so, uh, this, mm, he's... You know, weddings aren't that pleasant a thing to attend. It's they stuffy. Really like, you have to wait for a long time with a lot of people that you probably don't know that well, don't like that well. Um, you're basically in a room with strangers, but you're expected to know all the strangers' names. It sucks. It takes forever. You have right. to watch two people prattle off vows that you know probably they don't mean, especially yeah, in the father's the case. Fifth,
0: yeah, The fifth time, you're like, oh, why are we even Why well, can't we just skip the vows? They're not going to be true.
1: I mean, why can't they just elope at this point right like go down to the courthouse write the contract good to go why do the whole to do with the wedding that shit is awful it's like look if someone's having a graduation i might go to their graduation if they're having their 18th graduation i'd be like nah dog um i'm good (laughs) even if they were like yeah bring your boyfriend along i'd be like no like we have uh, better shit to do i didn't even go to my second when i
0: got my master's degree i didn't even go to the ceremony and i didn't invite anybody because I was like, why would I want everybody to come to this long, stuffy ceremony only to see me and they, they don't know anybody else. It takes forever and it costs money. Why would I do that to me and other people? right? Like be considerate of others. Jesus. Um, you My know, eyes. I think on your fifth wedding, here's what you do. You ready for this? Yes. I think you have it I think you have it at Sonics.
1: You know the burger joint that you drive up to the you drive up oh, to I'm the little window thing. Very familiar with Sonic's. I've actually gotten out there before, and they have like this little box outside where you can yeah. like hit a button and order, and the person yeah. like walks out and brings you your food. Yes, it's, that's uh, what's great
0: about it. Everyone gets to stay in their fucking car. Uh, y- you could do that wedding, to you, but yeah, the wedding is broadcast over the speaker, so everyone gets to listen to the wedding, and then okay. all your food is paid for, and you just eat your food in your car, and then you leave.
1: Yeah, the um. The, the bride's father should pay for uh, everyone's food. I think that's, that's your fifth, isn't it?
0: That's that's your fifth wedding. You know, what yeah. I mean, Your fifth wedding is at Sonics. No one has to get out of their car. I think that's the only acceptable so, way to
1: have a fifth wedding. I think I think the guests get to pull up to um, the little little drive through things to make their little orders. And yeah. the bride and groom have to get out and go to the table in the center, like out right. next to so it. They and they're can, the ones that so, speak into the box.
0: Yeah, So, so that way everyone can, can see them, too, kind of. As yeah, they so drive people off, can take they pictures, can honk. <laughs> yeah, people can take pictures from their cars, but everyone else is just pulled up to those little... If you don't know what Sonics is, and I don't know who doesn't, basically you just drive up and there's a whole bunch of little menus with little drive through speakers, and then waitresses magically skate out on skates with food, and they hang a tray on your window, and it's got food on it, and you don't have to leave your fucking car, and it's beautiful.
1: Yeah, at your fifth wedding, I'm getting the, uh, the chili cheese dog. Like, I'm Fair already enough. planning for that now.
0: Fair enough. You know what? On my fifth wedding, uh, yeah, we'll do a we'll do a Sonic's wedding. It'll be great. But yeah, other than that, uh, fucking suck a dick. Like you're not your tr- your your fucking uh, trans boyfriend of three years isn't invited to my wedding. Yeah, well, no one wanted to go anyway. You got seven other kids. Enjoy
1: them. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, can you be God. civil on the? I don't know. Can you be civil? Uh, does not seem like it. So you know, Pop calling the kettle an asshole. Mm-hmm.
0: Literally, if anybody has been dating for three years, you have to recognize that as a valid relationship. I'm sorry. Even if, like, this guy's like, So I brought my lamp, who I got married to in um, one of those Netherlands style countries because they have really loose wedding laws. So I married this desk lamp, you know, three years ago. And I asked my father if I could bring it to the wedding. If you've been with that desk lamp for three years and you've been faithful, desk lamp gets to come to the wedding.
1: Yep. There will be just... an RSVP for desk lamp. Yeah, And uh, you know I mean? and, <laughs> and at Sonics, it may have to like avoid any um, liquid beverages, but I'm pretty sure right. there's some solid foods that I uh, won't short them out.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can get something for Desk Lamp. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> what would what Wesley's chicken.
1: reaction be? Wesley's, oh my God. Oh, let me tell you what my reaction would be. Oh, they have these delicious little little chicken strips at Sonics. And I'd order those, and i got to get the slushie. was you know they have really delicious lemonade slushies here. Oh, I'll get the strawberry lemonade. Oh, this is so good. This is the best wedding ever. Oh, what was the question
0: again? <laughs> he just goes off on the Sonics menu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do we got time for a second, dear Wesley? I believe
1: we do. We're only All at right. halfway mark.
0: Fantastic. Good. I just worry because I also want to get to impeachment stuff. So, dear Wesley, my wife and I recently hosted some longtime friends for a few days uh, while we are on vacation. We had a fine time reconnecting. Um,. Uh, after, uh, what do you call After they left, uh, they seemed to have slowed down a bit. My wife said, to which I responded, yeah, us too, I guess. Right? Couples getting older. Well, we just received an email from their adult daughter, whom we're also friendly with, asking about our perceptions of her parents' well-being. We are not comfortable responding to her very pointed questions about their eating habits, bedtimes, takings of medications, mental sharpness, while they stayed with us. Is this kind of inquiry common today? Or do these folks have, quote... Hold on
1: helicopter kids hold on hold on take a step back why who's staying why what why were they asked about people's medication sorry couple a stayed with couple b when couple a left couple b
0: goes they seem to have slowed down a little bit and uh couple b's wife was like yeah us two though but then couple a's daughter's like i have some questions about my parents their eating habits their sleeping habits that's Are they taking their medications? Do they seem mentally aware to you?
1: How old is that couple? I assume old enough, you know what I mean? Like, they're old enough to have, like, grown kids and shit. In that case, I would say, even if these are helicopter kids, maybe you should um, answer their questions? They might have... They might know that there's a reason for these questions to be answered, right? Like maybe their parents are on like a shitload of very important medications, but they tend to forget them. Uh, well, their diet might be really specific because they need it to survive.
0: Well, it's also really hard to deal with parents, older parents in decline Yes. Um, and What was I watching where, like, somebody was talking about it, and they said there was some kind of question about should I take my, my <laughs> you know, put my parents in a home or take their keys away? And the answer to the other person was, like, when they're ready, you'll know, but they won't let you know. You'll have to make that decision. And, I, I, yeah, you don't feel comfortable, but, like, fucking maybe answer their questions, but then also go, maybe you should also try to talk to them. I don't want to, you know, uh, invade their privacy, but it's important. If they're going through mental decline and they're just they're, you know. This person's really worried about them. That's why
1: they're asking you and not them because they
0: don't want to upset them.
1: I had a great uncle who was uh, 98 years old that just died this year in a car accident. He, oh, yeah. um, even though his um, physical health had been in decline for a long time, his mental health was always sharp as a tack. It never went down a notch. And he continued to farm his land. He continued to drive to the store to get groceries right up until he was 98 years old and was hit by a truck um, whenever he basically just ran a... Well, he didn't run a stop sign. He stopped at it. Someone's coming. Then he pulled out and got plowed into by like a, a cement mixer truck, right?
0: Yeah, The literally the the, the worst car like that. Yeah. There's not many things except maybe getting run over by a
1: steamroller cartoon style that could be more deadly in a car wreck. Yeah, yeah. So that's what killed him. And for a while, his son had been, his son, who's also like in his late 70s, um, had been trying to get him to stop going to the store. But, you know, his dad was always like, you know, they have candy there and I'm going to go get that candy that I like because you won't buy it for me. And he's like, well, your doctor says for you not to eat that candy. And he's like, well, then I got to drive myself to the store, don't I? At at his funeral his son stood up before everyone saying now i know a lot of you were probably thinking why didn't we take his keys away from him and his son like reaches down and takes his dad's keys out of his pocket and holds them up for everyone in the church to see right and he mm-hmm. says my dad was a world war 2 drill sergeant you try to take his keys away from him <laughs>
0: <laughs> just kicks your ass and breaks your arm and then yeah. still drives away to get candy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it's just tough, man. You know what I mean? Like uh,
1: it, sometimes talking. it's hard to uh, yeah. to manage your parents. He died doing what he loved, going I, to get candy. Yeah, that's pretty cool too. He is almost 100 and he probably would have made it. But um the thing is, the point I'm getting to is is that um I do trust a kid's evaluation of their parents' health more than I trust a parent's evaluation of their own kids. I don't know why this is, but whenever parents start talking about what all their kid needs, I'm like, "Mm, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. When it comes to like a kid that's like a late teenager or something, right? It's like, oh, Jane doesn't need to be doing all that stuff, the dancing and the music. Uh, like that I don't tend to listen to. But if it's a kid saying, yeah, so is mom taking all of her pills, even the red one? Because it tastes like grape and she doesn't like grape. So you need to make sure she eats it or her heart explodes. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I tend to listen to that more. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think this person's like,
0: are they helicopter kid? No, bitch. They're just trying to make sure that their parents are okay without upsetting their parents. hmm Be a fucking friend. You know what I mean? And just, you know, tell her that you, tell her you don't feel uncomfortable, but, um... I feel like Wesley's response to this would just be something about, like, bees again. (laughs) Ah, Wesley's response would be,
1: Well, you know, my parents sometimes give me problems, and that's when I just tell them to respect my authority and go get me a tuna fish and cheese with my (laughs) mythos cigarettes, and then they do it, or else I get fussy again.
0: (laughs) I've got this rubber hose in the trunk, and any (laughs) time my dad gives me lip, I bring out the rubber hose and I beat him with it.
1: I put him down in the pit and he knows to put the lotion in the basket or else it gets the (laughs) hose again.
0: (laughs) At least Wesley's parents have the kind of decline where his dad just like basically is part of the couch now. Yeah. For the rest of his life. But yeah, it's tough. But yeah, like fucking, I don't know, man. Like here's the crazy thing about people with like Alzheimer's and cognitive decline. Yeah. They don't know they have it.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's... In rare cases, in certain types of dementia, they can be aware of it because you tell them. But depending on what they have, I mean, sometimes they just drift away. Like my uh, yeah, because well, grand-
0: they're like they're like Abe Simpson. They're like the year was nineteen o six, and the Kaiser had stolen our word for zero. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you are you are you don't do that <laughs> if you startle yeah, like, them. They're still living in fucking like the nineteen twenties are like, Oh, let's go out and see some uh, some some big bands play and you're like, All those people are dead, grandma and grandpa.
1: Oh well, I have a quarter, why don't we go to the movies? We can get popcorn and see the big screen and then the lady will drive out and give us the popcorn. What? <laughs> but um yeah, so yeah. Um my grandmother on my dad's side, she, uh, suffered dementia for years, and we knew that it was coming for a well, long, long time. Well, even before that, didn't she
0: threaten to throw your Nintendo down a well for asking questions about the Bible?
1: Yeah, I mean, she was still an unpleasant person whenever she had her mind. <laughs> but, um... I'm as- just asking
0: how much mind did she have at that point, because that's a weird fucking thing to do.
1: I mean, she just comes from another time. Like, back then, you would throw, you'd throw kids' toys away if you, if they upset you i guess i don't know that was always my assumption
0: i'm bothered by the throwing away of the toy and i'm equally as bothered by throwing it down the well because now you're fouling the drinking water
1: lady (laughs) there's that too oh my god she's just as bad as the chemical person or the blood pipes
0: yeah uh did she (laughs) you better behave or i'm gonna take you down and throw (laughs) you in the blood pipe
1: (laughs) (laughs) yep uh but i mean like as she started to go she would do things like um she would use the pilot light in her gas stove to light something on fire and then walk it through her house, which was largely made out of lighter knot, which is super flammable, to bring it outside to burn a big pile of trash that she had gathered. And we you don't know, know if it was all her trash, it would just be trash she had gathered. She had amassed in a big <laughs> pile to then set on fire. You know what's great um, is
0: that that seems to be, I guess, is pyromania part of like dementia? Because uh, my great grandmother. This is um, a chore she has. Well, on the old Griffin estate, we used to have a tobacco barn and a smokehouse and stuff, right? Right. All that stuff's gone now, and one day I asked grandpa, I was like, Why are all these old like foundations of buildings out here? And he was like, Well, your great grandma was burning trash in the front yard and then she went inside to watch Oprah and fell asleep. Oh, and no. it burned down half our property.
1: We, I mean, we used to have a, a tobacco barn because they did used to um, grow tobacco, and Grandma made her kids like go out there and dry it. And I don't remember what all they have to do. I, I was explaining like what all they did back then, but whenever you're telling a kid this stuff, the kid's not listening. Nowadays, as an adult, I would probably pay more attention to no it. No one but... cares
0: about your old timey agriculture, Grandma.
1: Yeah, ki- kind of that, but uh, yeah, so they used to have the tobacco barn and the chicken house and all this other stuff, but like a tornado wiped out most of that um, a while back. So well, that's least, why we have At least your
0: grandma didn't start the
1: tornado. My great-grandma started the fucking fire. Uh, we didn't start the fire. It was always burning <laughs> since your grandma's been churning out the fire.
0: <laughs> also, I guess it was also a thing where people did, there's no trash pickup, so it's like, yeah, just burn your garbage no matter what's in it, send, send the pollution into the air. That's
1: a thing we do. And yet, the world was still less polluted back then before big businesses did basically the same thing, just burning all their trash. Just on a bigger scale. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, on an astronomically bigger scale.
0: (laughs) Now Uh, they're burning um, down
1: the Amazon. Then the other stuff she would do would be like, um, my mom came by to check on her one day, and she's like, oh, I had the best Kool-Aid today. And My mom was like, you don't have any Kool-Aid. And then she realized the hummingbird feed was in the fridge. Stuff like that.
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ, she's drinking the hummingbird feeder. (laughs)
1: Right.
0: Or, uh, oh, I went
1: by to check on her one time, and she like stuck her head out the door, and I'm like, "Hey, Grandma!" And she's like, "Who are you?" And she quickly stuck back inside, and uh, locked the door. I'm like, "Okay, I guess I'll leave then." <laughs> Just came to get my Nintendo out of the well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh... So, uh, lots of stuff like that before. And by the time she went to the home, she was so far gone, like. Um... She was really, told that she was just there for a little while, which she repeated that for, like, a year, and then she stopped repeating it because she just wasn't aware of where she was. Like, she became a, a young kid again who was trying to figure out where her parents was, where her uh, siblings were, which had all passed by this point. So, I, Jesus yeah. Christ.
0: So this is why I want to pitch my new company, if I can get investors for it. Um, it's like Life Alert, except if you feel your mind starting to slip... Uh, you press a button and people come to your house and they take you to a predetermined place of your choosing so you could die with your boots on like a man and instead of in a, in a home in your own poop. Put me, just you know, put me
1: out in the wilderness. I'll walk the Appalachian Trail as far as I can make it, which won't be very far before I'm all like, oh, yeah, the fucking mosquitoes. God damn it. And then I'll we just take die you, by a lake somewhere. We
0: take you to the wilderness or we take you to, uh, You know, uh, maybe a a, a high-crime neighborhood where we put dollar bills hanging out of your pocket, but we also give you, like, a gun with, like, two bullets. You know what I mean? Just something so you can just, like, die with some kind of honor. I don't know. Maybe we just enroll you in the army and then just parachute you into the most dangerous place. I don't know. Whatever. We'll have different packages, but, God, that sounds better than just dying in my own shit while I'm like, am I a child dreaming he's an old man? Or an old man sitting in his own poop dreaming he's a child?
1: (laughs) Just the, uh, cognitive
0: decline seems I like mean, the worst way to go. It's the only thing I could think of that would be worse yeah. than cancer.
1: Yeah, like, that's... I mean, I, the book Flowers for Algernon always terrified me because I kept thinking of, you know, I've spent my whole life, like, building up, uh, as Donald Trump would put it, a very good a brain. And uh, just the thought of it all slipping away from me is really used to be terrifying to me. Nowadays, not so much, because nowadays I'm just like, ah, fuck it, I'm wasting it anyway. But back in the day, lot, that was scary.
0: imagine it'd be a lot like a time I had, I can't remember I had the flu or something, so I was having, like, fever dreams. But, like, huh. uh, a couple of friends were over in my room, and I was just laying in bed, in and out of consciousness, and they were playing that Futurama episode where they keep, like, flashing back and forth to different uh, time periods.
1: Yeah. Like, the
0: future keeps changing and stuff. Which made my fever dreams even worse. Yeah, it made my fever dreams even worse. And it was just like a weird, like I could barely stay conscious. And then I'm in like some weird fever dream. And then I'm like back and I'm like, what's real and what's not. That's
1: what I imagine cognitive decline is like. And that terrifies me. I heard about this one um, cancer patient who... As he was in his last week of life, um, something had like ruptured inside of him, so his uh, body was no longer um, detoxifying. So all the toxins were just polluting his brain and twisting what was real and what was wrong. And his wife, a long time after his passing, was willing to talk about what it was like with him in his final week. And she said that um, he could no longer distinguish between his dreams and reality. So she handed him something. I don't remember what it was anymore. She said she was thinking of uh, the movie Inception when she did this. And she handed him something that could be like a totem. And she's like, whenever you see this, you'll know, you know, that this is real right now. And so that way you'll know the difference between real and whenever you're slipping away. And, you know, she said that several times she saw him, like, reach over and pick it up just to sort of confirm that he was awake. So,
0: oh, that's, I don't know. That's, that's just... Dep- depressingly sweet
1: that's you know that's a combination of cancer and mental faculties shutting down but you know yeah Yeah, it's uh it's one of the most terrifying stories i ever followed because i followed it like the entire process of um uh this guy um living with cancer but anyway you're moving on to something less horrific
0: yeah speaking of cognitive decline the house has voted to impeach and now it goes to the senate Donald um, Trump
1: is officially impeached.
0: Womp yep. womp. And so, uh, so he's he's gone crazy, um, just tweeting like just blowing up Twitter right now. Like you know, the more he tweets, the crazier he's getting. Uh, super crazy yeah. right now. I'm like, and I'm just going through all his tweets. Thing, and just retweeting anybody that says anything nice about him.
1: Yeah. So someone pointed out that if or the amount of time it would have taken him that how should I put this based on the number of tweets he's putting out he's spending at least like uh five to eight hours a day total on twitter so basically the president's not doing any presidential stuff he's just tweeting and losing his shit and calling into fox and friends and having long weird rambly rants where the fox and friends become clearly uncomfortable and will eventually just cut off the president to move on to their next show Like This is the weirdest presidency we've ever had, Like by far. Nothing else is even close. And yet this dementia patient, because he probably does likely have dementia. We were just talking about it, right? Well, Trump's father died from dementia, and dementia is a hereditary thing. And Trump is at the right age that he would be coming down with dementia right now. So him having it is extremely likely. Plus, he's never done anything in his life to have good mental health, and he is displaying many, many signs and was even back in the twenty sixteen campaign displaying many signs of having dementia. And I remember after he first became president, he kept wandering away from like bill signings and stuff and they'd have to go catch him and run him back so that he had sign pages. Like Well he's even at not... the point where he's
0: a he's attacking Fox News now. Uh there's a tweet here where he says, Fox News polls always inaccurate and are heavily weighted towards the Democrats. What? You're mad Fox? at you're mad at yeah, you're
1: mad at state T V yeah, state T V is a propaganda branch of the Republicans. Like they'll that is definitely if he has a poll that showed people turning against Trump, then that is one hundred percent the signs that uh that was probably the best poll they could find. Uh other polls like real polls would be like much, much worse for him. Yeah. But um, what poll what poll is he referring to specifically, I wonder. He just he just
0: says Fox News polls. Like okay, at Fox so, News polls. So it's whatever poll yeah. they
1: use. So we, we don't know. I mean, I don't expect Trump to actually cite his sources or speak coherently, because, again, dementia patient. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm curious about further context in that, but screw it. I mean, it's not probably not worth going down that rabbit hole.
0: No, and so, all right, so here's the big thing as it goes, and here's what I hated about the impeachment. It was the House voted completely down party lines. Um, I think all the yeah. Republicans voted against it. Um, I think maybe one defected. And all the Democrats voted for it. I listened to some of it, and it was super annoying because, like, it was just a bunch of... It was a restatement of the facts by the Democrats, and the Republicans would continually try to amend it to get rid of the Articles of Impeachment, you know? Yeah. And it went on forever till they finally cut it off, so they were just trying to stall and delay. And it was so annoying because all of their fucking, like, grandstanding and, like, all of their time was used to be like, uh, yes, I'd like to amend the Articles of Impeachment. And they're like, uh, please read your amendment. The Mm -hmm. amendment should state that Donald J. Trump has a huge whopping penis and is the coolest <laughs> dude and would never do anything that was uncool. He is America. And you're there like, okay, uh, let's vote on the amendment. The vote is taken, amendment denied. And it was just that over and over and over again. And I'm like, Jesus <sighs> Christ, have a spine.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's why the Republicans weren't sending their A-team. They are sending people you've never heard of before, because people are seeing this not turning out super well in the long run. That's why, you know, the superstar GOP members are staying the fuck away from this, and they're letting guys who bring their grocery bags full of papers... Uh, do all the talking right now. Which is literally like that. something that happens. Someone
0: I like, I like that. Uh, fetch me my grocery bag full of papers. I want to burn some trash in the front yard.
1: <laughs> right. <Those laughs> Bring are me the my people.
0: small stick that I may set it a light in the White House stove.
1: <laughs> and walk it through the lighter not maze. Yeah. Um, it, was just, it
0: was exhausting. I listened to little bits of it, and, you know, the Republicans were like, this was unfair! We were not given due process! I'm like, because your whole thing was a giant delay tactic. You were bringing literally nothing legitimate to the table. It was just like 30 people that all had the same but differently worded amendment. Like, I'd like to enter amendment. Is it is it going to be about Trump's penis again? Uh, maybe. Like, oh fucking hell. <laughs> like, she's like, going constantly just like this is the most unfair thing that's ever happened to a man. I'm like, uh, you know, presidents have been shot before. I'm just saying that that seems way yeah. more unfair than this. So it goes to the Senate now. Um, and, and I'm I'm interested to see where it's gonna go. So there's it's a couple the, there's a couple things. I know you got a lot of notes, and my notes are shorter. Let me throw this out. There's a couple interesting okay. things that might happen. Um the Senate is not quite so will of the wisp as the House is about losing their seats. They're a little more comfortable. Yeah. Um, so they're a little more insulated. Uh, so they have to actually act as jurors in this trial. And if you remember, the Senate is controlled by uh, the Republicans. Uh, you've got it added to the Republican kingmaker. Mitch McConnell just got a Democratic governor in Kentucky... Uh, so, you know the tide is changing. They're kind of, I guess, maybe backing off. I don't know. And then the other half are just throwing themselves on the sword in front of, uh, Trump. So, here's, here's what McConnell and the, uh, you know, the, the Republican politicians want to do. They want to have a short trial and just kind of, I guess, get there. We're not going to vote to remove really over really quickly, right? Right. Trump wants a spectacle. Ooh. Um... And I'm interested to see which way it's going to go. If they're going to be able to do a quick, quiet, like, all in favor of impeachment, all opposed, done. Right? Right. If they're going to just, like, get that, okay, wasn't removed. Um, or if Trump's going to be able to, like, fucking drag it out and grant it. Because he, he wants to do that thing that all dumb criminals do when they're like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call Steve Gutenberg to the witness stand. Also, all the remaining members of the Beatles to the witness stand. Like... They're
1: yeah. like, what? What? No. He wants to call like, Joe Biden to the witness stand.
0: He wants to call Biden. He wants to call the fucking Clintons. He wants to call like the fucking Anunnaki prince. You know what I mean? Like, yep. uh, literally, just like any crazy conspiracy theory. Uh, Bobby Fisher. He wants to call Bobby Fisher to the stand. That's... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh,
1: like, yeah. So I don't. I'm interested to see which way it's going to go. That's largely what I was going to say. Like, Mitch McConnell has really been, he's just about had enough of Trump. But will he continue to defend Trump? Most likely. But here's what happens if he doesn't, okay? If he decides that Trump is no longer a valuable asset to him, and this will be a pure calculated move, like 100%, there will be, nothing will go into this other than he's safer impeaching Trump and removing him than not. So, what will happen is he will never say that this is going to happen. They're going to hold the votes exactly the right number of Republicans to the number who will vote to remove him. That is required, and everyone else will vote not to remove him, and it'll only be Republicans in safe states that vote to remove him. Like, uh, this guy, Republican A, could hate hate Trump's gut, but be told to vote not to remove him. Republican B could love his balls to death and want to gargle them in his mouth, but be told you're voting to remove him because you're in a safe state. And Mitch McConnell will tell people how they are going to vote. And then they will vote precisely like that. Trump will be removed right before he's removed. Mitch McConnell will be singing his praises. It's the second he's removed at the 11th hour and 59 minutes, Mitch McConnell will be singing the praises of Mike Pence and talking about how excited he is to be working under the Mike Pence don't, presidency. Don't
0: you feel, though, that that's a little bit of a, like, a fantasy we've entertained here on this podcast for a while that, like... In the 11th hour, the bottom of the ninth, you know what I mean? Trump will finally lose his political value, and they'll finally turn on him. And, like, time and time again, we've
1: been waiting and waiting, I, and I'm it not never saying, happens. I'm not saying this will happen. I'm just saying if it happens at all, that's precisely yeah. how it will happen.
0: I, I honestly, I've, I've turned, you know, I've said, and I'm so sick of saying this, I go, oh, maybe he's running out of political capital. I think I'm 100% wrong on that, and I think some mm. of these people are in it till death. I think they are – I don't know if they're in the cult or they're so sycophantic or what that, like, they will follow this dude, like, to the ends of the earth. Like, they are locked stock.
1: They will follow power. Like, why does it have to be Trump, though? Why can't they just, like, kick him out and have Pence? And I don't know. But they really just – Well, you know, some people
0: are saying that Pence will be worse, but
1: I don't know how. They're yeah, like Jesus, at least Pence would probably not be running the government on a skeleton crew, which well, Trump thing, is. Well the thing Did about you know Pence, I go ahead. Uh the um hold on, let me pull this up right quick. There's a guy um who is going to be da, 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 um the he's going to be appointed to the I'm looking for the position here. Well, so I'll go and really tell you I yeah, think the, the
0: thing about the thing about Pence that uh and I could be wrong about this, if we end up with President Pence, is I think he'd be a lame duck president because I don't think he has the charisma and the electability to
1: win in a general election. Yeah, he doesn't. Remember, he's, he doesn't he's not going to win. Trump in, effect. He's not going to yeah. win in twenty twenty. Definitely not. But um, that would at least so, give them something more that they could get behind, and it wouldn't right. further wreck the um, political careers of everyone that has to keep singing Trump's praises right up to their own election in twenty twenty, including Mitch McConnell, by the by.
0: Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're also underestimating it. So, so say the fucking, you know, McConnell does ride into the Senate on a white horse, you know, at the 11th hour, and in the background yep. they're playing, we need a hero. <laughs> so, um, I uh, uh, found even it. It, uh, I was going to say, so like, uh, oh, I lost my points. I'm about Mitch McConnell ride. Oh, yeah. I lost my train of thought and I remembered it. So, even if, even if, even if McConnell rides in on a white horse with, like, we need a hero, um, and Trump is, uh, impeached and removed what if he doesn't leave uh he'll be forced to like once i don't know man he's got so many people in the senate and the house that are just like i'll die for you my lord that like if he just says like no unfair not gonna leave like i mean would they literally force him to? do you think there's enough support in the government without tearing the government
1: in half to make him leave I mean, once the new president sworn in, Trump will just be, he'll be citizen Trump and he'll be removed from the building. Like they, I mean, maybe. they're not going to, a... he's not going to have power once he doesn't have power anymore. It's the, once they'll, once they swear Pence in, then that's it. Power is mean, transferred. Uh, it will there's... not be a peaceful transfer of power for the first time in American history, but like it'll be what it has to be. But uh... Well, Okay, there, I
0: just I wanted to add in one more one more point real quick that um, I think it was Mike Huckabee was going on Hannity or something, and making his case while Trump deserves a third term because of the investigations on him, um, and I was like, this is how democracy is destroyed because if you give that man a third term, he will never leave. Yeah,
1: I mean for you one get, thing. He's super old, full of dementia and cheeseburgers. He's not going to live that much longer anyway. I doubt he would last his entire second term. So basically, he'd be president for the rest of his life if he's reelected in 2020.
0: Um,
1: But I mean, God God does love a dictator. So maybe Trump will just live to be 500 years old. Bigly, all the cheeseburgers and chicken nuggets. Oh, my 500th birthday.
0: Well they say there's a saying they say God takes care of fools and drunks. He also takes care of dictators. Like they tend to live on into like their hundreds and just retain grips on power forever. So right. anyway, that's so, that that's all moot. He'll probably he'll probably not get removed. It'll be down party lines. They'll probably, you know, really quickly make the trial
1: speedy, but, not removed, and then we'll see what happens in twenty twenty. Yeah, I mean We'll see what happens, but I mean, sometimes Trump just goes over McConnell's head and does what he wants to do anyway, such as um, this one guy, uh, Ken Cuccinelli. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure exactly how to pronounce his last name, but I like calling him Cuccinelli because it looks like it's spelled that way, and I'm sure he is a cuck, but I digress. He He is about to be, or he will very likely begin to serve as the Department of Homeland, or serve as the head of the Department of Homeland Security because... Trump wants him to be that. He wants him to have that job. And Mitch McConnell does not want him to have that job. Mitch McConnell has spent like 20 years trying to keep this guy down. He hates this guy like personally. And he has done everything in his power to make sure that Ken Cuccinelli never rises to power of any type. But... There's a weird, old, archaic rule that um, says, you know, that you can appoint people during certain recesses of uh, the Senate. So Trump is just waiting for that recess to appoint this guy. Now you can't just make anyone the Department of Home, the head of the Department of Homeland Security, because there is a, a pecking order. There's five people in line to be the next acting head of the department, and you have to go through the line of succession. But guess what, Pete? There's nobody else in line. All five of those positions are vacant. There, there's no one serving on them right now. So because there's no one in any of those extremely essential to keep America going and safe positions, because no one's acting in any of those jobs, Trump can just appoint whoever he wants during the next recess, including Ken Cuccinelli. Now, uh, if you're wondering who he is, I mean, he's one of the biggest assholes you can possibly imagine. He's... um. Was that one guy's name? Steve Miller? He's Steve Miller on steroids. Imagine Steve Miller if he was even more of a Nazi.
0: I'm, I'm trying to look him Ken up because I'm like, why does, why, does, uh, why does Turtle Man Mitch McConnell hate
1: him? Uh, let's see here. I mean, I have a lot more information on him. Uh, da, 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 da.
0: Anyway, I mean, that doesn't surprise me, but, like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, all this backdooring and maneuvering around the Senate and the House is fucking crazy dangerous.
1: Hmm. It's, um, it comes down to a difference in ideologues that, um, Ken Cuccinelli is a fanatic, whereas McConnell's more of a pragmatist and an opportunist. Uh, Cuccinelli is highly ideological, perhaps more so than anyone else, and McConnell mcconnell's core ideology (laughs) mcconnell's core ideology is power but in terms of his legislative personal positions it's actually a very soft center right uh but he barely cares about that stuff power is what interests mcconnell and because Cuccinelli is so much of a fanatic that makes him unpredictable and mcconnell hates that in him so he it's just easier for him to keep people like this down and away so,
0: uh, so here's the, here's what they said about it. He said Mr. Cuccinelli is an anti-immigrant French figure that has no business leading a comp leading a co, a component that is supposed to administer our nation's legal immigration system. Besides being a right-wing commentator, Cuccinelli is completely unqualified to lead the USCIS and uh, likely wants to decimate the agency Congress charged with handling our immigration and refugee programs. Um, sounds like, based on this, that the baby cages are about to get a little bit smaller.
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah. Womp, womp. So,
0: fucking, yeah. So I, I guess the big takeaway from this is pay. You know, I didn't watch the House proceedings because I knew it was going to happen and we knew where it was going to split and it was going to be a party line thing because everyone in the House is worried about reelection. Yeah. Uh, and, and the winds of change move them. But the Senate's going to be the one to watch. That's going to be interesting. There might be some surprises. I don't think there will be. I think he won't be removed, I think it'll be straight down like... party lines.
1: I feel like they're gonna distract him with a fire truck, like they did when they were trying to remove Obamacare. Like give Trump something shiny to go play with and some cameras right. to stand in front of. And they're gonna McConnell's gonna very quickly and quietly try to just wrap up impeachment. Uh, hold, or he'll either hold a vote on it and Trump won't be removed, or he'll just kick it off until the election, just like they did with the Obama Supreme Court nominee.
0: I don't think they can push it off till the election. I think that they have... It's, I don't it's, mean, I don't know. In,
1: it's in his best interest to go ahead and end it, though, because dragging, yeah, yeah. yeah, dragging it out that long... Dragging out that long means that everyone's going to be talking about it come the election. If they right. can wrap it up quickly now, yeah. then they can, hopefully they can make a, the American voter forget about impeachment by the time the election rolls around.
0: And put it into a, you know, and spin it into a positive, like, despite the Democrats' best efforts, no removal. You know what I mean? um and And trump trump will
1: call it total vindication folks see this proves i'm innocent even though they've just proven that he's guilty like that's what the house did they said you are guilty voted on passed there you go the senate is now going to decide if you know what his punishment is basically
0: remember though that every time he gets away with something he becomes bolder and crazier so the uh, next thing
1: he does, whenever he nukes France or something, then or we'll see if literally he literally shoots
0: Mitch McConnell in the middle of Fifth <laughs> Avenue.
1: Oh no! Like, I never saw that happening. How ironic! Good <laughs> thing my shell protected me. Just, yeah, just, oh, I love sh- being a
0: turtle. <laughs> just fucking Lindsey Graham then running over and being like. Trump didn't do anything. This is ridiculous to, to say that he's not allowed to shoot Mitch McConnell the turtle on Fifth <laughs> Avenue. This is just, have you been through hell, boy? Because you've been through hell. Like, just, you know, fucking his whole weird gay, you know,
1: revivalist pastor bullshit that he likes to do. Yep. So, speaking of uh, gay revivalist pastors, Pete, hit him with the socials. Uh, you can find us uh, online at Banana. Uh, okay. People, uh, folks, <laughs> go folks, to our listen website bigly. uh
0: <laughs> <laughs> dot banana.
1: Okay, so you can um, <laughs> contact us at those muckrakers on Twitter. You can write us your own Dear Wesleys at those muckrakers at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on YouTube SoundCloud at uh, iTunes, go on to iTunes, uh, rate we're us on, we're on Spotify. Us, give us yeah, please give
0: us some ratings, man. We we are we are hard up. Uh, whores for your ratings even if it's shitty even if you're like I hate these guys they won't stop talking about bananas fuck
1: them please, just please, put something up there please subscribe and put those bananas up there <laughs>
0: Uh, and, uh, and also, also buy we,
1: buy our book on uh, on Amazon. Go look for uh, Dusk Belt Book 1, Give Me Back My Life. And uh, pretty soon you can look for Dusk Belt Book 2, because Pete's going to get right on that second draft, aren't you, Pete? Also,
0: keep your keep your eyes open. We're talking about merchandising. Uh, so I, I'm thinking we're going to make a uh, blood pipe, the pipe that's fused blood shirt, and maybe a Dear Wesley shirt with Wesley's face on it. And all the proceeds will be used to make Wesley's life worse. <laughs>
1: All the proceeds will be used to redirect to Blood Pipe into Wesley's living room.
0: <laughs> oh, goddammit.
1: Goddamn <laughs> God Blood Pipe. Uh, so, I don't know. Parents, uh, hug your children because Trump's coming for them in for his baby cages. And uh, keep your powder dry.